The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Joy and welcome once again to a came from the radio the official the big apple con this is your host mark torres speaking with me in the ghr studio we have our very own senior correspondent charlie saladino shazbot fun seekers we have our very own pronto comic comics pronto comics pronto comics dominica sperano I just want to say I'm so proud to work with such a <laughs> professional and thank you exquisite <laughs> broadcaster such as yourself, Mark. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you're I, I appreciate your sarcasm and sincerity, you're which welcome. isn't there. Thank you. And, <laughs> and in going with the Mork and Mindy theme, Nanu Nanu. <laughs> <laughs> and we have um, back again for a second time, who hasn't been here in a while. We have Fantastic Alex as the engineer. Yo, what's up, guys? And we have our special guest who we're going to be talking to with and about, which is awesome because he's here. We have Frank Casuto. Hey, Every time guys? you say that, I have to point out, it really helps that they're that here. They're here. It, yeah, yeah, it's so helpful. Because <laughs> um, we've talked about people who aren't here. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Or Rat Bastard Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> for one. Hello, <laughs> though. My arch enemy. I want Lou. Uh, my arch enemy, Shia LaBeouf. We've talked wow. about them. Shia LaBeouf. He's just... Shia LaBeouf. But they're never going to be here. Yeah, what's Lou Ferrigno going to do? I, I mean, he's got a theory about all that. And I know Lou Ferrigno won't be here because of the amazing amount of people he has to see before <laughs> He gets in his, yes, because he has a line of tons of people. Yeah, um, so before we do that... Listen, he was the Incredible Hulk, and he'll be beloved forever. Yeah. Except by Mark. And I love <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. That's the sad thing. Never meet now your heroes, like, kids. Bill Bixby never was good. meet your heroes, kids. I love <laughs> no, never. I love <laughs> never meet your heroes. Um, so before we do that, Terrible. we're going to take away with the news. The news is brought to you in part by the fine folks. We need to take away it with the mus- news. News music? We need Because you had like, a pause there, and I'm like... I expected to hear something. We need something and like teletop machi- teletype machines. Like, you should get Herman to make up a another theme. I'm on, I'm on it. Make like, it yeah. so number one. Um, <laughs> Engage. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, which we are the official radio show, uh, celebrating over 23 years of comic book stuff and pop culture. And this more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Their next convention, uh, which will be the Big Apple Christmas Con, is going to be on December 14th of 2019. It's going to be at the New Yorkers, a new location well, at w- the New Yorker. I want to know what part of the news is brought to you by them. Um, is it the end, the middle, the beginning? The beginning. Okay. I want to know, why'd you rush through that? How much coffee have you had today? Calm down. I've had uh, this much. <laughs> Do you often have that much? Not by you, this time of the show. By, I, yeah, was gonna I, say. I can tell. Like You're like shot out of a cannon for you, Mark. <laughs> um, also, your, your voice is almost at a normal decibel level. <laughs> also, <laughs> also we want to have our shout-outs for our Patreons, of which they are Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jerry Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Millie Portes, Kyle Horn, Dresden Media, Unjikun, and Bree Nicholas. Uh, if you guys want to show a little shout out, go to www.patreon.com, look up It Came From Real in the search bar, and you also can get a shout out for just a dollar a month. I wanna, Not that I don't I like wanna... Bree Nicholas, but I can't wait for us to upgrade to Bree Larson. 
Yeah. Know, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Or as anyone I, I else would call her, Captain Marvel, because I just you know, like say Captain Marvel, not me. Yeah, yeah, no, because yeah. this is Mark culture. Yes, yeah. it's like yes. pulp culture, uh, pop culture, but it's kind of like, like how you know Star Trek had the dark, evil mirror yeah. universe. Yeah, the that's Mark, what it the is. Mark universe. It's the yeah, Mark it's like universe. Quentin Tarantino will be making Tarantino. A movie Tarantino. <laughs> the Tarantino. family's the family's name originally is Tarantino, Tarantino, but he says Tarantino just to be okay. Because he's quite sure. Tarantino. Yeah, because he can. Yes, he can. That's right. So. Because does he look like a beep? <laughs> <laughs> then so. why are you trying to beep? <laughs> Start with the sad news. Sad news. Oh, God. 20- is, it, is it today's very sad news, or are we holding on to that for next time? Ooh, what? what uh, I did the news last night, so what do you got for today? What From the desk of Dominic Sperano. From the... You got that typewriter sound yet? Uh, uh, it's actually on the board next to the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, there you go. It needs to be... It needs, well, it, it needs more punch. Needs just, more punch. Just say it. Like a news, t- looking for a news ticker. News Any, ticker. Yeah, like a news ticker. Anyway, so the the news anyway. is from the there. Another one bites the dusk desk. Uh, Rutger Hauer died today. Oh, oh, exactly. oh I heard about that. Yeah, that just oh. came out. Yeah, that's a whole lot of nothing. Oh, that doesn't man. work. That's a whole lot of no sound right there. Wow, that's that's I did not know. That. I didn't. Yeah. Yep. Didn't. There you go. Look, I actual <laughs> breaking news for you wow. guys. Wow. So I'm sorry I mean, if anyone's actually hearing this I now, watching is, the show. All two of you. Because I saw him at uh, what was it, Wintercon? We saw him at Wintercon. Winter Winter he was riding. Con he was riding. Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah, I remember I forgot that. Two he was there. That's right. Yeah. I never. Oh, I never walk around at those things. That's a problem. Well, coincidentally, he died because he was riding his bike. He got hit. Really? No. Oh. Oh. We all went like, wow. <laughs> I know. I was yeah. like, this is too easy. I got wow. I get so him that one. That is like, yeah. Wow. I thought maybe you had that already. No, no. The, the news is uh, always- Wow, a, that is sad news. See, there yeah. you go. Living up nice. to, the, to Mark's promise of sad news. Sad nice. News. Wow. I'd, now, if anyone so, has mental so health I can issues, do my, stop listening now. So I can do my uh, my my Rutger Hauer story. Go. When, when the first time I met him, uh, my ex, she was like in love with him because he was in Lady Hawk, and she just wanted to meet him so badly. It was the same time I met Lou Ferrigno and uh, Adam West. It's that same convention, and she so went. You're to, telling me you met Lou Ferrigno, Adam West, and Rutger Hauer in the same day? Yeah, that's a win. And and. And I remember she was so. I, I, That's a lot of nuts. Nope, nope. <laughs> That's the one. She was, she was. I impressed her by you know showing her a thing, and, and uh, she took a picture with her. I was like, hey, give her a kiss, and she he kissed uh, my ex, and she was so beyond the world as yes. to. And you know, she became your ex, and his <laughs> next wife. That's well, how what happened. That's how so that happened. Let me, <laughs> so let me ask you yeah, something. Baby. Let me ask you the obvious question. Yes. Did you get any that night? Yeah, baby. <laughs> all right, there you go. Um, so yeah, you didn't weren't specific enough, though. For all uh, you know, he just got a cheeseburger. What that cheese? <laughs> what is that? I was trying to look for a new cheese beep sound. But what but, I always liked yeah, what so. they did on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson was when they just put in other. Ooh-la-la. Yeah, they put in like French or something. Hulala. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's funny. Uh, I mean, I'm beeping myself. So, wow, but. Yeah. So that or, was. Or we yeah. could have somebody go around the world, down your block, or something like something, that. Anything. But wow, I can't believe that. That's that's, that's yeah, wow. wow. That is sad. That's nicely done. Sad news, Um. So twenty. Let's see who can make themselves cry first. 
24 people are believed to have died in a suspected arson attack at an animation company in Kyoto, Japan recently. That's the 24 po- times more sad than what I just had. The police yeah, said that a man broke into the Kyoto Animation Company studio and sprayed an unidentified liquid before setting fire to it. The suspect was detained and taken to a hospital with injuries. Uh, the fire department officials said one person had been found dead on the f- on the second floor of the building, and ten or more people were found in the same condition on the stairs to the second floor wow. to the roof. Um, it is Japan's worst mass killing since the suspected arson attack in Tokyo in 2001. So it's like a, a big so, big deal for, so for, for Japan. This man was insane. Was he a, a, an ex uh, employee? Of the they, thing? they don't know yet. As a, as of the uh, time they haven't identified him or well, anything. We'll, we'll, yeah, keep up, uh, we'll uh, keep on the story for you people. And the thing is, because a lot of uh, stuff in Japan is what are we made do? out of investigative <laughs> journalism. <laughs> yeah, we're sending Charlie to, to Tokyo. To, we're going to send you to Tokyo. Good luck. I wanted to make it sound professional. <laughs> uh, why start? Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> so right, guys, to find an arsonist, you must that's think it. like an arsonist. So, so, what is the first building we're burning down? <laughs> so, one of the, one of the <laughs> things. Let's burn it down. One of the things is that a lot of the 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 buildings in in Tokyo are made of wood, so therefore a fire would just burn up like nothing. That's why it's such a big uh, crime to create any type of arson. Not like in the United States, but it's huge. Yeah, the United States we burn over in, down well, all the time. Over in, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it's a, the the severity of it is so much I'm higher in, in more Tokyo. Concerned about the liquid of unknown <laughs> origin. I'm telling you, it's yeah. lighter fluid. Probably, yeah. but they didn't have it. That's the go-to accelerant for all nar- uh, <laughs> arsonists. Um, so more sad news. <clears throat> more sad news. Wow. Actor Robert Milley, perhaps best known for his long-running portrayal of Adam Thorpe on the CBS soap Guiding Light from 1972 to 1981, as well as in the late 80s and early 90s, has also died recently. As of this recording, the cause of death had not yet been released. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with... Uh, him, Charlie? That's a soap opera. You're a soap opera guy, right? Yeah, but on ABC. No, ABC. So, yeah. no. Because he's loyal. Yeah. Soap opera fan? I, I haven't seen it, no. <laughs> no I actually really. was a soap. I, I'd watch CBS soaps, but I'm more of a young and the restless man. Ah. Because <laughs> right. Victor Newman. So yeah. uh, he yeah. he was a, a spry eighty six. Like my, my wow. grandmother used to have Dallas on all the time when I was Dallas. Good old. I, I, I was there when Jr. passed on. <laughs> when Jr. passed on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so more sad news. More sad news. And the final bit of sad news, oh, I should great. say. Um, actor David Hedison. 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 Oh my God! Um, Felix Leiter from James Bond oh, and yeah. the Voyage to the Bottom of the <laughs> yeah. Sea guy. But he was Felix Leiter in like the Timothy Dalton era. No, he was in. Well, that one, was the last one. He was one. in Roger Moore and a Timothy Dalton movie. He was yeah. the one that did the yeah. crossover. And he was the yeah, first he was time. He in, uh, um, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roger wow. Moore. Era. Yeah, and uh, he should have stopped with Roger he Moore. He was also. That was um, what he was. Felix Leiter in A View to a Kill. He was. Well, I can um, get to it. Uh, he was in. Um, uh, Live and Let Die and License to Kill. License to Kill was his last uh, appearance. As so he wasn't here. playing the same character. He was playing the oh, same character. Oh, no, wait, he character. was. He was. He was just so much younger but that you didn't notice it. Everybody, gotcha. all the sci fi, my age people will know him as uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. He was one of the commanders on the uh, Sea View. 
Um, but also, David starred in the original The Fly in 1958. Yes. Yep. Um, the, the Voyage of the Bottom of the Sea was 110 episodes from 1964 to 1968. And for you daytime soap opera fans, he was on the series Another World from 1991 to 1996. Um, as we mentioned, he was the first actor to play uh, James Bond's allies, Felix Leiter, in more than one Bond film, which was Live and yeah. Die and License to Kill. The role is now played by actor Jeffrey Wright in a new Bond film starring Jane, uh, Daniel Craig. Um, in an interview, David had this to say about the role in the James Bond films. <clears throat> I think this is a kind of film, it won't lead to any other work unless you do something stand out for a really wonderful written scene. Otherwise, you're just doing your job, part of an ensemble. And in this case, I have lots of action scenes, but no one scene that is memorable. Felix is a fairly one-dimensional character. You never get any depth. You do what you can. There's not much to play. All you can do is perform with a simple reality. It was running around, bang, bang, getting wet, screaming and yelling, all kinds of fun, but not serious acting. Getting fed to a shark. Yes. <laughs> so Which uh, was the last... Uh, <laughs> last time yeah. you saw Felix yeah. Leiter. He was happily married for about a minute, and then right. he got fed to a shark. So, Benicio um, Del Toro was the one who fed him. Yeah. So he was a, yeah. a, a young 92 Wow, that's pretty good. That's that's, a good that's, run. that's that's sad because he's he's quite a a big a big a face, yeah. uh, you know, to the science fiction and uh, Bond thing. So that's it for the news. Let's do some. Wow, well, we, we didn't have any happy, happy, happy news. No happy news. That's it for the sad news. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, okay. I made another say. So let's move on to the to the happier news. Oh, thank God. So from the. Department. Um, Avengers Part 4 beats Avatar to be the highest grossing film worldwide, but still falls short of it beating number one film in the U.S., which Star Wars Part 7 is still is. Uh, for those of you paying attention, the top five movies now are domestically Star Wars Part 7 at $936 million, Avengers Part 4 at $854 million, Avatar at $760 million, Black Panther at $700 million, and Avengers Part 3 at $678 million. Worldwide, Avengers Part 4 made $2.79 billion with a B. Avatar made $2.78 billion. Titanic made $2.18 billion. And Star Wars Part 7 made $2.06 billion. And Avengers Part 3 made $2.04 billion. Dollars. Is that adjusting for uh, adjusting for inflation on the Titanic? No, no. Because it is if it was not adjusted for inflation, Gone with the, the Wind is still would have made three over three billion. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. Gone with the so Wind. So Gone is. with the Wind is number one then. Yes, Re- adjusted reality, for yes. inflation, but nobody adjusted for inflation. Nobody pays attention. To but we that. don't care about actual accuracy. Right. 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 Well, I don't mean us. I mean just anyone who's making up these statistics. I yes. do. But gotta, gotta right, what's also interesting is it took Zoe Saldana to decrown Zoe Saldana. So, because oh, both go. movies have her in it, but okay. she doesn't play a black woman ever. So the movie, that, rarely. the movie that she was in, that she's the every color movie, but not but her natural color. Do you remember that <laughs> action movie that she was in that failed miserably? That's why. Because she wasn't was a blue. She, she wasn't blue or no, green, green or, or green. It was an action movie where she was um, she was a fighting assassin type thing. I Do you remember that? That was on. Nope. That's why. <laughs> oh my God! And then one of the assassins turns against the regular. Yeah, part. yeah. I was see, on the other day. They Charlie knows. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, do you know saying. Right? I, it sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. I, I, I'm yeah. trying to like visualize it now. Oh, I'm trying to visualize it. Now. It yeah, does yeah. sound familiar. So the key to having the <laughs> highest-grossing <laughs> film in America is to get Zoe Saldana and paint her some unnatural color. Yes. You do those two things. She could just be reading the phone book, but say you have a pink Zoe Saldana. 
you're gonna you're gonna hit like two billion dollars. Exactly. Yeah. That, it's that just is the power it. of her acting. Columbia, make her a Power Ranger. She has to be. Hey, there you go. Columbiana. That was the assassin oh, movie. Yeah. No one cared about that movie. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> that was she was not a blue or green. That person. wasn't it. Currently, there's no just <laughs> wait. that you bring up Columbiana, and everyone's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. uh, so moving on uh, from the follow-up department, Augustin Alanis. The guy who we've mentioned has the world record-breaking number of uh, seeing the Avengers Part 4. You mean the 40-year-old virgin? (laughs) Don't be mean to the guy. Um, He has reached his 200th theatrical viewing of Avengers Part 4, which means that he has spent 25 days and 6 hours watching Avengers Part 4 and has spent, on average... Nicely done, Charlie. Nicely done. I just want the people to know. Good job. These are the accidents that make the show funny. And he spent roughly, on average, because the average ticket price is uh, in Florida, which is where he lives, is twelve dollars a ticket. Two thousand four hundred dollars in movie tickets sales. That's watching this movie over and over two hundred times. And he gets nothing from the well, movie. Well, he's going to be... Well, not in front of the movie, but he gets uh, to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Who cares? Uh, well, he does, obviously. Yeah, obviously what exactly will that get him? Uh, yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah. No? no nothing. Right. Nothing. Um, oh. No. He'll get exactly zero point yeah, and zero. Then, and then one day in the future, the distant future... Um, some kid will be going, hey, do you know my great, 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 great grandfather was in the Guinness Book of Records? And his friend will say, yeah, so what? <laughs> exactly. Hey, well, yeah. 25 days, four hours. That's almost a month out of his life watching one movie. For $2,000, he could have <laughs> donated that to a hospital and gotten like a bench with a plaque on it for him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He could have. Which would have also mm. actually <laughs> secured his name more immortally. <laughs> Because people Somebody, will actually be reading that. And some guy might beat the 200, right. but the bench would still be there. But the bench will be there. All right, fair Whereas, enough. when was the last time anyone went to the Guinness World of World, uh, Guinness yeah. Book of World Records to check any of them? Oh, well, well, he went well, to check I, the guy who he I, beat. I can answer that. Oh. Yes. Never. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, he went to check the guy he beat, so at least he did that. Nice. Fair enough. Um, we're ready with the, the one clip? Yes. Maybe. This one? Yes, that one. This one. Good thing we All right. have radio where everybody could see this. Well, I didn't... Man, love that show. All right. <laughs> so from the We'll Show You Marvel department, in the next season's crossover event of the Arrowverse shows, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and Batwoman, DC has decided to go all out with its version of Crisis of Infinite Earth. As teased in this season's crossover event, Elseworlds, we had the original Flash actor, John Wesley Shipp, reprise his role as Barry Allen from Earth-90. Um, but that has, but that's nothing, as DC has tapped. Brandon Routh, Tom Welling, Burt Ward, and Linda Carter, so far, to reprise their roles from previous superhero series. So they're gonna do their version of Avengers massive crossover on a TV scale. What's sad is it'll work well on television, but DC can't get its act together for a movie to save its life. Nope. Shazam Captain Marvel was all right. And no, I'm, but I mean, in terms oh, of doing the crossovers, yes. like the greater extended they, they can't DC do it. cinema. No. 
but can you imagine that? Like, so I actually want to watch that. I was so oh, excited awesome. when when he showed up because you know what that means Flash. that Tom Welling will finally be Superman. playing Superman. Tom Welling, Brandon Roof reprising a role as, as Superman, Superman from Batman. Uh, Plus from the guy Superman who's Returns. currently playing Superman on Supergirl. Yes, they're all gonna be there. Linda right. Carter, Wonder Woman. Linda like, Carter, wow. She still she still got it. Still, still got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> And just and and Burt Ward, like, come on, Burt. I don't know if Burt Ward should really be showing up as but, Robin. But he can, he can uh, be he's like not, a Nightwing. He's not showing up in the original Robin costume. <laughs> would, I hope, no, right? No, no. <laughs> in terms right. of Burt uh, Ward, they should just. <laughs> that's loud. If, he, if he shows up as a retired Robin, Dick yeah, Grayson, that's fine. Or yeah. he could, or he could be like a Nightwing type of guy. Or no, he's too old for that. No, too. Right, I'm just. No, it's just. I, just the the possibility. Why don't they also just uh, like um, uh, digitally recreate Adam West while they're at it? Oh, that be. I don't think they have the money for that. But I'm sure if they had like some guy in the background with a little slow down beat, like yeah. just just to me, like this is. I'm so excited about it, but yet I'm cautious because as excited as I was to see John Worcestershire in the Flash, he was there for like two seconds. Yeah. And I was like such a tease. Well, that's the other <laughs> thing. Like, how much of this are we gonna see? I don't know. Well, we actually get a scene with whoever the current Superman is, Tom Welling and Brandon, uh, Brandon Ralph. Ralph together. And, and how oh, are and Dean Cain to... is already on the Supergirl show. Is so he? I didn't know that. He's appeared as a, as their adoptive father, and Helen Slater, the original Supergirl, is the mom. Okay, the uh, Earth mom. So I'm like, they, all the actors all are, together. The, all know. the actors are available. They're all there just to have that. Right. It's, it'll be like. Um, and how are they going to? Um, deal with Brandon Routh who also plays the Adam he'll just show up and like cause, cause John, no one gonna be like you know you two look exactly alike like, well uh, they actually did make that joke they made that joke when Supergirl had saw Adam he's like you look kind of like my cousin that was that was alright uh, that's yeah. fair enough and and How, the thing is is that they can they can have this one moment which will, I will equi- equivalent to well man wow you almost got us FCC <laughs> fine you right almost there. got it first shot <laughs> um the Expendables Part 3, there was one scene mm-hmm. where they hid the pan of all the classic action mm-hmm. heroes right in front of the airport. I'm like, this, like, you never thought that this would happen. Right. Just for that one moment was so awesome. The movie wasn't that great, but that one no, moment. But the movie was hilarious. Was awesome. So just, if you can do that in a it's TV right up show. There in Expendables 2 when you had Stallone. Uh, Versus Van Damme. Willis. And, oh, uh, Schwarzenegger! Schwarzenegger, all like shooting guns as they're walking forward. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it only took it. It's basically like <laughs> when you see these fighters, the, the mega fight that you want to see, but they're no longer in their prime, and now they're just yeah. doing a money grab. Yeah, that's basically what they're doing. It's like, well, we yeah. can't do this when you really wanted it, but we're gonna make you wait twenty years and then finally give you what you want. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, the best part of uh, Expendables two, Chuck Norris. Oh yes! Oh yes! That's right. He was oh, Chuck Norris Did- stating his own Chuck Norris facts. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's true. I'm not kidding. There's a he series did. like he did. Yes, it's yeah. true. Right. I got bit by a rattlesnake, and after three excruciating yeah. days, the rattlesnake finally yes, died. I do. Yes. I do remember that. And he would just have to disappear. That again and now. Hear, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, he, he took out the great. tank. Chuck Norris is the best. Right, he gotta, took out the tank all by himself. Yeah, yeah. I just like the idea that everything blew up, and Chuck Norris comes walking down the street. Yeah, nothing just happened because he is. Chuck Norris. That's <laughs> it. Nothing can beat him. So the, I'm thank just, you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> thank no, thank you. you, Peter. <laughs> so I'm just so so stoked about. Or we this. could go the other way, but we can't yeah. curse. I'm just so stoked about this massive crossover. Uh, yeah. Let me let me ask you how how is a guy that plays Superman and Supergirl like? Is it? Did you watch it? I, I haven't caught he's, up on the DC shows. I haven't watched any of these shows. All, I, I it's, yeah. it's weird. Like 
he's okay, but he doesn't have that presence you know, that a movie Superman would have. He seems right. like this. It's something a little off about it. I can't quite place what Old it is. But TV. He's, yeah, but he's, he's a fun. TV Superman. He's not a... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you have... A, a person who's been to movies on TV and you can still be like, all right, that guy right. has the presence, but he just doesn't have that presence. What is so infuriating about DC, and we've mentioned this on the show, is they can do this television and do it well ever since Smallville, essentially. Right. And they've done it well. And they just did not, and I don't know who's in charge of the movie division versus the, the television TV, division. Or the animation division. Or the animation. And the animation is the best, too. How they can do animation and TV so well and none of them have the common sense to go well why don't we just take the exact same actors yeah. and put them in the movies nope no nope. why would no. we do that that's because that's logic Dumb as a bale of bricks <laughs> logic yeah. logic escapes them little uh why, why they didn't like when they wanted to remake superman again and and i think put Brandon, tom welling why wasn't tom welling superman nope just long and you know he was shooting for it too he was trying at one yeah. point he wanted it yes he did it's like and he and you now have 10 years of people <laughs> Viewing him as Superman. Nope. A built-in, ready audience, ready to go. Nope. Now we're going to get this other guy, Brandon Routh, who was great. I thought he was actually he, a good Superman. He, and I get why they wanted him, because he looked so much he was, like He was really embo embodying Christopher Reeve. Supposedly, when he was a uh, bartender in the city, in Manhattan... He would put on like the Superman shirt and he'd have it ripped open and people were like, Oh, you're 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 Superman. He's like, No, I'm Christopher Reeve. He cosplayed Christopher Reeve, yeah. which was genius. I get it. But eh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so infuriating. Yeah. There's, there's another ironic DC Cappy Dick fun fact. Oh, here we go. Um well DC stands for don't care. What's um what's the guy who played Batman? Adam West, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. No, 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 no the recent Christian one. Ben Affleck, Bale. Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. No, you're going. Well, it's the recent one. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Thank you. Damn, I, uh, we threw name, that name out. Too. His name it was escaped too much me. But uh, it's so ironic that Ben Affleck played George Reeves. Affleck. Affleck. Oh yeah, he in played Hollywoodland. Yes, that's, that's right. right. And yeah. then he plays Batman. He stays not with anymore. See, <laughs> yeah, know. no, I know. That's funny. He also played Matt Murdock. When and he did? we all forget. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was that was our first show we did. I know that was. You know the oh god, I'm sorry, I'm to interrupt. No, go you, ahead, speak, no, go man. Ahead. Go. No, interrupt. So um, we're here every week. <laughs> a fact, I don't. You probably you probably know it already. But the guy that plays Superman in the Supergirl series played Tom Hanks' son in in uh, Road to Perdition. That was the, that I was did the kid. Not That's know the that. same. That was the same kid. kid yeah. The, yeah. Uh, he grew up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was him at first either. And then it, they mentioned it like you know his chin filled out. Yeah, I saw an article <laughs> on it recently. I had no idea. Wow. Look at that. So good job. Wow. There you go. <laughs> um, so moving on from the where have you been department. Speaking of having people cast as other things. Wait, all right. So that's not working. Yeah, that's not working. Go play with that. <laughs> go play with that. Um, from the where have you been department. Original John Connor actor Edward Furlong has been announced to reprise his role in the new Terminator Dark Fate film due out in November. For those of you who do not know, the new film also brings back Linda Carter as Sarah Connor, uh, Linda Hamilton as oh, Sarah Connor, and the direct sequel, uh, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines, had killed off Linda's character and recast Edward with Nick Stahl. So we're going to have the main cast of Terminator 2 in this it new... It sounds like James Cameron finally got involved <laughs> in one of these. Yes, he... Yeah, he's like, no, we're going to get all these people back. So but that's going to be interesting how this going to see. Did you see... No, we did see Terminator Genesis because didn't we talk about it? We did talk about Terminator And it was terrible. Yes, it was. Horrible. Yes, it was. It was. Yes, it was. It made that's no sense. That's why I didn't see it. 
But the yeah. only good thing about that movie is that it allows you to have this movie. Is that is that what it is? Because it explains why you can have an old Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator. Was, yes, yes, because the skin ages. Yeah, was that CGI Arnold? Uh, that no, one? No, the Genesis. This is actual, no, 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 Genesis uh, had CGI was, Arnold. Was no, that was the actual end? Arnold? No, no, no the he, one the, the, at himself. the end where he, where he fought himself. Right? Wasn't that the? Oh uh, yeah, that was CGI Genesis. young Arnold. Yes, that yeah. was Genesis. Okay, all right. I'm trying to get the because the there was there. then there was the the Christian Bale one, which was that was a terrible salvation. One. Right? Salvation was not a good one. So no. hopefully this will be good. Now that has Salvation was, it was better than Genesis, not by much because his well because this well. military genius goes to sneak into the, the base so easily. Like come on, that was he just walked in. Well, like he was Batman before he was Batman. Well, you know what? It's no skyline. <laughs> it's no That's skyline. True. It's no yeah. skyline. Yeah. Ah, uh, all right. So let's see. Where's my button? All right. So from the wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Stop. Department Bloom House Productions announced that they will be making not one but two additional sequels to the third second Halloween film titled Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Both sequels will be directed by David Gordon Green and Those also are the Rob Zombie ones. I think no, I think this is the the, the new the Jamie new, Lee Curtis the ones, new, the latest one that came yeah. out. Okay. Yes, um, it's it's more confusing than the Highlander that was, series because uh, that was the second second Halloween gonna, film was the Rob Zombies. Rob make? Zombies were just pure remakes, yeah. right? So it was the second nothing to do with any previous yeah. storyline, right? So that makes it right. the second second Halloween, but right. this last Halloween was the third second Halloween, right? Movie. And I'm when so are they confused. Gonna, when are they going to make the sequel? <laughs> Halloween sucks. <laughs> Maybe that'll be after Halloween after, ends. Yeah. Where's Halloween H two O fit into all this? Um, yeah. that's actually that. I think that's number six. I think that's number six. I, I'm getting to it. Um, both sequels will be Hollywood directed. beating that dead horse till <laughs> yes. it's in the ground. Yep. Both sequels will be yeah. directed by David Gordon Green, who also directed the, la- the latest Halloween film, and have John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis as executive producers. Halloween Kills is set to be into theaters on October 16th of 2020, and Halloween Ends is set out in theaters on October 15th, 2020. Which you why not bring it on Halloween? But that's a whole other story. Wait, wait, wait. twenty? No, no, twenty twenty one. Okay, sorry, you gotta edit out. Boop, mm-hmm. uh, there you go. Twenty twenty one. Um, so for you those of you the, keeping the show goes off, the, we didn't even approach rails to no, get off of no. today. Um, so <laughs> for those of you keeping track, that's two God, part God ones. God knows why you are. <laughs> that's two part ones, three part twos, two part threes, two part fours, one part five, six, seven, and eight. But technically, part seven and eight ignore the first parts four, five, and six. And a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. Sounds like an alcoholic let me, beverage. Let me ask you guys, um, what were your thoughts on- Do you think on, we have any idea what we're talking about right <laughs> now? No, no, no. Your, your thoughts on the Season of the Witch movie. You ever see Halloween Season of the Witch? Season of the oh, Witch. I, I oh love that God. one. Oh my God. You love that movie? I, I like it. it it's, I mean, it doesn't have Michael Myers, but they were, what they were going to do, the idea they had for it- Right. Was they were supposed to do a series of films that, that just happened on Halloween. Halloween. Correct. Which, I mean, I, I get why it tanked. I mean, because right. no Michael Myers. But- the movie they itself. Had a Michael, they had a that, Halloween movie without Michael Myers. That was yeah, number yeah. three. Yeah. Number three. And the thing was, was about that movie when I was a kid, that's that scared the crap out of me because that song was still it still creeps me out to this day. <laughs> Which song? Do that, do that, do that, do I'm creeped out watching you do the song. So it was about these masks that was like some demon stuff, and when they saw the the song, it activated this this thing on the mask and turned them into demons and killed everybody. And killed a bunch of. It killed everybody. It was it was creepy. And it ended so uh, so ambiguously. Like, did they save the world? Or did everybody die? Mm. That was what was so awesome about it. I liked it so much. The problem with that was 
they should have just called, called it, it something season else. of the witch. Yes, yes. no, they should have. And not Halloween because all the Halloween fans went to see yeah, Michael, right, Myers Michael Myers ripping up people. They tried That's why the movie did so poorly. Right. Yes, I think yes. if they had not called it Halloween three, it would have been a great horror movie, and the people would be yeah. still be talking about it now. It was yeah, really no, they had it. they had a whole plan for this. They were going to go like they had a whole plan for the sequels Basically, going on. Yeah, they pulled. A Tokyo Drift. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it did. was. Before yes. there was Tokyo Drift. And yeah. 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 But that's and, the same. That's the idea. And the fact yeah. that, and then like I said, it was just, it was just so awesome how it ended. Like, and I was a kid at the time, so I'm like, oh my god, this is really, it really engrossed me as horror movies do. It was one of the few ones that did as a, as a kid. So, so that was something. So yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I, I want to interrupt this and uh, yes. thank uh, thank Lisan for watching. Hi, Lisan, good friend of mine. Thank you for watching, Lisan. Keep watching. We got more to go. Yes. Yeah, no so one's watching actually, anything right now. We're yeah. actually at our halfway yeah. point. So I'll yeah, save I'm, these. I'm news. actually paying attention, Alex. I'll save these news. Yeah, I know he's working on it. I'll save these news news bits for ne- next week. Can we so call we're going that to take our... interrupt us. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so I'm going to take our break. We're ready for our break. Wait, wait, wait. There's two things I want to mention. Yes. Number one, even though you won't watch the trailer, Kevin Smith's coming out with a new Jay and Silent Bob. I am movie, well aware of this, which is what I said he, when you were like, "Well, because this guy who played oh, I knew, I, I knew that. I'm like, yeah, well, why doesn't he just rewrite it? And you're like, well, that's not the movie we want to make. Well, apparently it is. Well, actually, as a side note, he did say in the Comic-Con that he is going to rewrite Clerks 3 and try to woo Jeff Anderson to come back in the role because of what happened with him and Ben Affleck because they had became estranged. And then because of this movie... Jeff Anderson and Ben Affleck became estranged? Kevin Smith and Ben, and, uh, and, uh, ben Affleck became estranged. Is it because of all the stuff that he kept talking about Ben Affleck's personal yes, life that Ben yes. stopped saying that? Yes. Yeah, well, that's usually how that goes. But somehow he got Ben Affleck for this movie. Right. And it's all explained. If you look it up online, there's how they got back together. Okay. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, because he was able to read pair this relationship he believes he can get Jeff Anderson back for Clerks 3 so right. he is going to rewrite Clerks 3 aside uh, from uh, Jane Simon years Bob ago reboot. I had a chance to be like ask Kevin Smith a question at Comic Con I asked him like so you know Ben Affleck um, as Daredevil or something I asked him something like that about, about that and he's like oh yeah no you know I was, I was like oh do you think Ben it was during Ben Affleck's like decline for a while there? Yeah. Do you think Gigli. Ben Affleck yeah, Gigli, where do you think Ben Affleck could still play the shark in Jaws? He's like, Yeah, you know, he did a good job. He was great in Hollywood land, blah blah. I didn't know at the time they were like not talking. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like having to defend him and probably feeling terrible about all the you know, like yes. like don't go around talking about your friend's sex life. It's not a good idea. Yes. So I was like that was like me saying to uh, Liberty DeVito, who was the drummer for Billy Joel's right. van, right, uh, right. that Mark Rivera's upstairs. Uh, did you know Mark Rivera was upstairs? And I didn't know the band had broken up. <laughs> so at that point, and it was like, and, and Liberty was very great. Was this while he was playing with Billy or while he's doing the Lords of 52nd no, Street? It, it, no, no, no. This was while they just... They just separated from Billy, which wasn't known yet. Right, got it. And and I, he was very gracious. He went, "Oh, that's nice." You know? I'm hearing myself again. So nice, very there nice. You go. So we're ready for our break. Yes, we are <laughs> ready, ready for, for our break. break. We're we'll right back with Came from the Radio. Hi, this is Amy Jo Johnson, writer director from the film The Space Between, and you're listening to It Came from the Radio. 
Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. Hey, ghoulies, this is Demon Boy, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Christy, and I'm here to make the coolest custom cake for your next event. I also do cake pops, cupcakes, cookies, you name it. So if you're searching for the perfect birthday gift, preparing for your big day, or maybe there's nothing coming up, but your sweet tooth may have just given your brain a swift kick because of me, give me a call at 631-606-8166 or follow me at Custom Cakes by Christy, I-N-C. That's K-R-I-S-T-Y. Thanks. Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lion-O, command it. Hi, everybody. This is Larry Kenny, the voice of Lion-O on Thundercats. And you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Whether you're looking for pre-code horror, good girl art, or superhero comic books, check out NotFromThisEarth.com. They specialize in rare comic books, but they also have an extensive stock of popular comics to help you fill in the holes in your collection. That's NotFromThisEarth.com. Use code W-A-R-Y to receive a 10% discount on your entire order. Also, stop by our pop-up store at 31 Grand Street in the Williamsburg section of Brooklyn between Friday, September 13th and Sunday, September 15th. I'm Nathan Boo from Ben and Apple TV, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self-publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com. That's E-N-V-O-Y dot S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com. Have a great day. Hi, this is Sue Lee from Face Off Season 2. You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to It Came From The Radio. Officially, back up on the show. Mark Torres speaking along with our senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino, Pronto Comics, Dominic Definition, Man Sperano, Fantastic Galaxy Engineer and our special guest Frank Casuto. Now you slow down, man. I got to give you guys applause on that one. You guys were right good. on it with like where that commercial ended. Like, yeah, there it's, we go. It's, it's programmed we right on it. Both of my... us like, hey, I know it was great. <laughs> my head. So I've Frank, been, I've been listening yes. to him do that so much, I can copy his exact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounded like he it can was mimic on a it. Double track. I know. So Frank, yes. Hey Frank, how you us, doing? Tell how us about you? yourself, because you're the quiet one. So I'm the quiet one. As you've said yourself many times, we, I'll, I've, I've, I'll met, tell I've you known what. you for like four We've, or five years already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, you're, we, you're the quiet one. So usually I'm with my with my brother Chris. Shout out to Chris. And he's the one that talks. Uh, he's usually the salesman in the group. Ah, uh, you know, gotcha. Convention. Right. So when Mark sees us, you know, we we have a good system. You know, he's he's the uh, talker, and I do the drawing, and that's you know. So usually, yeah, it's it's not it's not by choice that I'm not talking to everyone. But, oh, all right. So but, this you is know. your chance, your chance to shine. It's, it's my chance to shine. No, he, said, he just said it's not by choice. You That's know? right. He, yeah. he can't talk. That's if we stay on no. the air long enough, Frank. <laughs> so shine away, right away. Right, right. Let's go. So anyway, so um, about myself, I, I was into horror movies my whole life, horror movies, comics, and all that. So I, I think uh, my new graphic novel, and the light fades, is kind of like it's like my love letter to like. You know horror movies and every it's basically an excuse to kind of draw whatever i wanted and i i think the story is really compelling which is 
you know, um, it's something that kind of grabs people. So I've been working on it for the last couple of years. It's like a project that I just had to do by myself and, and you know, get it out there. So um, I think it kind of mixes like the horror and historical stuff. So it's uh, basically about a soldier in World War II. And he, uh, while digging a foxhole, he finds this, this box containing these documents from this lost Italian ship from the Napoleonic Wars. So uh, the history book, if you guys... Uh, purchased it already we had had all the uh, journal entries from the soldier and it also has the official documents that he found in the uh, in the box you know like uh, journal entries from the crew of the ship and and some sketches from the ship's crew so um I, we kind of took the fact and then extrapolated the fiction from it so um no i, I just think it's like a compelling story it's and I, it's definitely something that hasn't been done before i, I don't want to reveal too much so is it because you're a high school teacher that you decided to do the extra research and all that stuff. That was that part of you. I te- um, I, I think it's basically because you know I was just always into history, just kind of like you know, um, and then just like um, I actually it, it goes into like a Etruscan mythology, which is kind of something that um, I don't think it's been touched upon in in comics really. But Etruscan they have like a, mythology? Etruscan mythology. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it's like, but it has like a rich history, and it's kind of like. Um, I, I can't reveal too much about the story, but it's it's definitely going to be something that you haven't seen before. And if you're into like the Universal horror movies and the Hammer movies, you're definitely going to want to check this out. So, what's your favorite horror movie of all time? Ah, uh, no, there's a I, question. Well, that was going to be my question. <laughs> uh, there's right, a fine. question, Charlie. What's your question? I don't know. You know, hey, Frank. Yes, um, Charlie. I'm not going to say what was your favorite <laughs> horror movie, but what name about three or four that really impressed you. Oh man, uh, let's see. I, I love all the Universal ones. Um, Fright Night was one of my all-time favorites. The original from '85. Um, what do you have against else? Colin Farrell? I, I, He's no, no William Ragdale. No, nothing against the new one. I mean, the new one was cool, but the the '85 one is just you know I don't know. You exactly. can't top that. But it's um, what else? I'm trying to think. Stuff like Jacob's Ladder was you know. Uh, stuff like that uh vamp from the 80s yeah it just like it kind of <laughs> i like I, the just, 80s stuff. I like the 80s stuff and I, I like um you know hammer and universal stuff that's really like my right. go-to movies but i can't i can't pinpoint one and say it's like my favorite you know I, it depends on what kind of mood i'm in what if about, i'm drawing what about let's go let's go back um a little uh the classic ones let's see the classic horror movies um what would you like the fly, like no, nah, well, not like the fly, but I'm talking horror movies, like horror movies. The fly like, was a science fiction movie. Okay. Um, like I'm saying, Universal Hammer. Go back to the '70s. I know you Dracula. weren't there, but I mean, you've seen them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, tell me something because the stuff you're saying is the '80s, and I'm saying right. what classic to me. Okay. The classics are like. Uh, the late 50s early 60s carnival of souls right and, right you know like that so stuff that you've seen from that era uh i like the black cat with bella lugosi and boris oh, karloff nice, yeah. um what else i mean i i, I love you know Dra- dracula creature from the black lagoon is one of those movies where like i show it to my sons my sons are yeah. five <laughs> and they love it you know it's like it's just kind of like it has something timeless about it and i feel like with the old universal horror movies um there's something about the atmosphere of them that's kind of missing today and i I think that kind of shows up in my artwork a lot you know that's that's what i kind of draw from also uh go ahead what else to see the um 
the Hammer movies like uh, oh, Horror of Dracula. Right. And um, I'm trying to think of the, the more obscure ones. I, I liked, um, see, you know, the Carmilla Karnstein series? The, um, the, it had a trilogy. I think it's Lust for a Vampire, Twins, Twins, Twins of, of Evil. Evil. Twins yeah. of Evil Twins is probably the, the best. Well, my favorite of those yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mine too, yes. Yeah, so I mean, it, Lust for a Vampire wasn't so crazy about so, so I got a question for you. Yes. There we go. So uh, if you could, uh, if you could uh, play a role in any horror movie, you could replace any actor, any movie that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, what role would you want to play? I, I, would, uh, I would say Dracula. 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 Yeah, I was Isn't there a multiple like Draculas though? There's a bazillion. No, there is. Dracula. Yeah. So then, what, so so which one would you want to play? Oh man, you got to pick one. Ah, well, between, you got two well, great, two great ones, Le- Hammer and Universal. Yeah, Lugosi and Lee. I don't know. It would be one of those two. Be the guy okay. from. He'll be At the guy from Prince- Gerard Butler and Dracula. 2000. No, no, no. Lee, or the guy Lee, from Prison Break. Lee had the yeah, best yeah. looking women. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, maybe that one. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that's a good point. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, not Nosferatu and uh, Cabinet Doctor Caligari were two of Ooh, two of my favorites. Yeah. Excellent also. choices. Yeah. So you know, but um, just because like I, I could just watch those and I, I just kind of, yeah. were, I was immediately inspired to draw from those, just like the, yeah. the look of those movies. The um, <laughs> unbeknownst to popular belief, uh, I wasn't there at the time they were made. <laughs> uh, but I've Are always when I sure? when I don't know, I always. Um, <laughs> Put myself in the position of the moviegoers in the 1938s and 39 when this thing called Dracula mm-hmm. came on the big the big screen, and people being, you know, naive about horror movies back then. They hardly had horror movies back then. To see that they hardly and, had movies, Charlie. Yeah, <laughs> Frankenstein, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then. That at that point, I, I try to picture putting myself in the theater at that time, and that's what makes them great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Frankenstein. <laughs> it's <a> Igor. <laughs> Love that one too. That's a, yeah. so, so, what did you think when they decided to 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 make the dark universe? Uh, I don't know. As a I, Hammer I, fan, that was the universal stuff. You know, it was a universe. It, it was a universal stuff. I just don't think they went about it the right way. I just kind of, I, I think like with the, did they the new DC mummy, that did they DC it? I, I think that they, you know, they, they kind of like with the mummy, they kind of tried to put everything in it all at once. You know, I mean, like it was cool to see as a horror fan, you know, that they're trying to do something. I think any new merchandise with universal monsters is, is an awesome thing, you know, but I think that they, they could have went it about it in a different way and maybe put like, we're talking More, about the Tom Cruise mummy. The movie? Tom Cruise mummy movie, yeah. yeah. And who who does um, I forgot who does uh Russell Crowe play in that? Mr. Hyde. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Which I mean, which was which was cool to see Mr. Hyde, but at the same time, I think there needed to be more of a backstory. No, he, was he Mr. Hyde? Was he Jekyll? He, he was both. He was both. He was both. He so actually when, was in both. I didn't know he was that. well. He was. He was both. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm gonna give away spoilers here. Nobody watched that <laughs> movie. Nobody, nobody cares. Movie, uh, anyway, nobody, nobody, cares. Cares. nobody cares. It's one of those. It's one of those Tom Cruise movies that's, that's a throwaway. It's like yeah, that yeah. and Vanilla Sky. No one cared. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's no, true. but I, I just think that they, you know, they're supposed to be coming out with. They're starting it over. They're doing the Invisible Man. Starting it over again. They're basically, you know. Basically starting over. I don't know if they're gonna, yeah. yeah. We're rebooting our reboot because our first. Hey, it, eventually sucked. they got it right with the Hulk. So, <laughs> I, I think to, to <laughs> be honest, I'm probably gonna get like you know, 
a, a lot of you know flack from some people, but I, I think Tom, no one's listening. Don't worry. Tom about it. Tom Cruise was like the worst part of the movie. I oh, <laughs> I, of the Mummy movie, you know, in my yeah. opinion. Especially when I'm sorry. Especially when he ran through the cave and and he slid a little, and all of a sudden you heard. I think he's legally. Well, you know why? Because he had a need for speed. For speed. There you go. I think he's contracted to do his running in all his movies. His Tom Cruise run. He has a contract. Probably. You know, he did all the. He did not all the flying, but he did a bunch of flying in Top Gun. Yeah. And he's doing. He did more flying in Top Gun. I heard about that because. You know, it's hard to. Anyway. You know what's going And I'm not going to see this, but. In the future, when he's still doing runny, but with the walker. <laughs> Listen, <know? laughs> everyone runs better than Steven Seagal. Oh, my God. <laughs> you ever see Steven Seagal run? Yes. It is the weirdest, like, it looks like he's doing the Watusi <laughs> as he's running with his arms. He he, he runs horribly. Yeah. And you can tell he stopped running because now he weighs collectively yeah. our yeah, weight And you know what, what kills me about him? You know... He rests his hands on his stomach all the time. Yeah. You've He's seen, just proud of his fatness. Yeah. He, <laughs> you know, when he was that law officer, right. that reality, he, the gun was always on the stomach. Two things I find hilarious about Steven Seagal. You ever watch him do an Aikido demo? Oh, yeah. It is sad beyond all well, belief. I just saw- Just as Aikido is yeah. sad in general. And then on top of, <laughs> oh, don't top say of that, that to Aikido black skirt. <laughs> I, I won't. I don't worry about Aikido guys. I just punch them. They yes. don't know how to deal with a punch. The views but of the show's host. And that's the other thing is <laughs> the views. Was, <laughs> there was a period of time he was working with like one of the UFC champs, Anderson Silva. He was helping train Anderson Silva, and then Anderson Silva wins, wins the match. He's like, I want to thank Steven Seagal for teaching me the front kick. The front kick. I know. <laughs> There's no kicks in Aikido. Exactly. <laughs> But, but anyway, anyway, sorry. No, it's all right. <laughs> back, no, back it's, on. Uh, Tom Cruise running in the Mummy better than <laughs> any time watching like running. running. Period. No, you know what? It's just like it doesn't seem like there's any horror stars anymore. They're really like I mean, you don't have like a Karloff, a Lugosi, right? right. Uh, Christopher Lee, uh, Lon Chaney. You don't have all those guys People anymore. You know, they just kind of. Yeah, it's basically like, and I think the mistake that Universal made, in my opinion, is getting main act getting kind of the A-list, A-list actors to play the roles. There was no one making the role. It's like, okay, this is Tom Cruise's this. This is, like, the the Dark Universe was going to have Angelina Jolie as a bride of Frankenstein, and, um, what's his name? Why, why is his name escaping me from No Country for Old Men? Javier Bardem. Mm, okay. he, he was going to play in the Frankenstein movie, but I mean, I, I think... And this all got scrapped. Yeah, it, it, nobody. Well. Yeah. It, it got scrapped, but then now they're they're redoing it. They're, re- it. they're rewriting the script. <laughs> so Invisible Man is coming out with, um, I think, relatively no name Brad actors. Pitt. Or it no. was it was supposed Brad to be Pitt. it was supposed to be Johnny Depp. It was supposed to be Johnny Depp, and now they're they yeah. scrapped that and they're doing new actors. He did such a great thing in Deadpool. In Deadpool, too. he he, he nailed them. that character. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. What about um, I Frankenstein? I Frankenstein? With, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Um, um, Thomas Jane? Thomas yes, Jane. Yes, how, Yeah, I remember that. How, how, no, wait, was it, no, it wasn't know, Thomas I, Jane. It was oh, the guy who played Harvey Dent. Uh, oh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart, right, yes. right, right. Was that, was that, uh, get, you kind of confused I, the two of them. Was that on your list of awesomest? I, I don't know. I don't know if I, because <laughs> well, I, I think it was Frankenstein and Gargoyles. Which is worse, <laughs> I Frankenstein 
or Van Helsing. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. I actually was Van Helsing is horrible. I was entertained with it's, Van Helsing. You, you know what it is? Of course you were. My, my, kids, say, my kids could watch Van Helsing. Mirror actually. universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say my, my kids could watch Van Helsing and enjoy it. Yeah, and well, it's yeah. kind of like you know because you see you know as a kid you see all the monsters and yeah. if I was a kid you know I'm watching Van Helsing okay you're watching all the monsters in one yeah. place right which is kind of like you know what like House of Frankenstein House of Dracula tried to do in the 40s and, yes. Mm-hmm. yes you know yeah. but um, a singing Frankenstein in Van Helsing <laughs> yes I yeah. see I I think that Stephen Summers the, the thing with Stephen Summers is like yeah everything is like big <laughs> like you know everything is kind of over the top but you know a when singing a singing Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Young yes. Frankenstein had a singing Frankenstein. That's different. Yeah, that was different. Uh, <laughs> you know what the young difference Frankenstein is? Was done well. Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Piss but, on you! I'm working for Mel Brooks. <laughs> on the face. <laughs> no, but you know, like, all right, this is this is what I, I don't. <laughs> this is what I don't like about like um, certain horror movies. It's like when people like because i'm a big dvd guy right much, right much to the chagrin of of ex-girlfriends <laughs> that are like why do you still buy dvds that's but, why they're ex-girlfriends <laughs> they didn't understand you right so um you waited for the right woman <laughs> yeah, there you go baby. there you go so I, i'm into special features but on the special features you see interviews with the actors and then like 90 percent of them like oh, i hate horror movies or i i hate comics it's like why the hell are you doing this <laughs> it's like yeah well, oh, they're so doing because involved for in that this project. Check. It's like you know, like that's why they're doing it. Because I mean, you 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 see, as as like a fan, I I know you guys are fans, but as a fan, you see someone in an interview saying like, oh, you know, I just you know think that it's campy. I think it's you know this, and you, and you're not taking the role seriously. That's part of the problem, you know. Yeah. And I think, see, Stephen Summers, I think he was a fan of it, but I think the actors in the movie, when you see the the you know the actors are like, oh, I just wanted to get the over the topness of the universal movies and i'm like no that's that's not what it was about it's you know yeah. so it's you know that that always bothered me they're like about. we have hugh jackman we got wolverine this thing will sell yeah yeah Pretty so much. i wolverine mean wolverine with hair extensions it'll work that's that's one thing that bothers and me a about cowboy that. hat and a, ca- and and a, a cowboy hat van helson always wore so yeah. your book is more grounded in reality more yes more more virtual and raw with its emotion right yes i would say you're gonna you know like um there's definitely, you know, a, a grounded feel to this book. There's nothing like over the top about it, and um, it kind of leave it leaves a little to the imagination, like you know, because like it, you kind it kind of blurs the reality and the fiction a little bit. So, you know, uh, when you see the facts and what actually happened, then you know, like the fiction that we um, extrapolated from that, we, you know, like um, so it could be like an alternate universe. It could be. It just, but it's it something like a dark mirror universe. Dark mirror <laughs> universe. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I'm not going to get myself into any trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have about five minutes to go. So it's social media time. Where can people find out more about your stuff and buy your stuff and more about you and where you're going to be? All that stuff. Um, well, we're going to. Um, you can go on to uh, Instagram at Frank Casuto or Facebook at Frank Casuto or Casuto Illustrations. Um, Facebook is Casuto Illustrations. Uh, Instagram is at Frank Casuto. Um, we should be appearing um, at Huracan in November, and then also WinterCon in December. Also, possibly some local uh, comic shop appearances. Mm. So you know, in uh, Queens. So Do yeah, but I'll keep you updated. 
And and one other thing is that, uh, as you've said, uh, well, actually, I've said to you that you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. Do you find that that hinders or enhances your storytelling abilities? Well, because um, you have a target audience when you're teaching, you already know how to how to how to construct your lesson plan to teach them. Right. So, do you incorporate that in your book? Well, it's it's like a different. You know, it is like the the teacher. See, I teach elementary school, so I just it's a it's a different. You know. Like, uh, I thought it was high school. Different approach. No, elementary school. Yeah. How young of it? It's uh, kindergarten to fifth grade. So I teach them. I teach art over Definitely there. don't show the horror stuff. <laughs> no, no, they probably wouldn't be reading this. Not a good idea. That's the whole of the show right there. <laughs> that's uh, that's another show. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, I I think this is you just hear a horror horror story. <laughs> no snack time for you kids. <laughs> no, my my brother and I are we're always into this stuff. My brother is a big history buff like he's into you know and if i uh if i draw a weapon incorrectly he's always like ah you're doing it all wrong give me that <laughs> it's like you Can know he, draw? So he, he draws a little bit also yeah so all he right. just um but he he always uh has to critique my accuracy on certain you know like weapons or uh you know any kind he's, he's very into like indo-european culture and and uh the, he's into roman history and etruscan history so we're kind of on the same wavelength, which is great because he's kind of helping me co-write this thing. But that's so, yeah, a good no, thing because you know somebody down the road is going to see this product and write you and say, "Hey, those handles weren't made that." Oh way. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. So he's gonna, yeah, no, he'll make sure. Definitely. All right, so uh, we're at final thoughts time. So Charlie, I'm going to say uh, a big thank you to Frank because it's good to see and as talking as myself a younger gentleman keeping the faith with all the classic old movies i'm not talking about the 80s i'm talking way mm-hmm. back 30s and forward so thank you for that and i'm sure thank your you. book is going to be unfreaking believable i can't wait till it comes out thank you very Fantastic much Alex. you have a final thought i say go to the movies and get yourself scared go watch some good horror movies frank final thought i just uh i just want to thank you guys for allowing me to be on the show it was an awesome awesome time and uh, looking forward to seeing you guys again the next couple of shows. Thank Dominic, you for coming down. Uh, final my final thought is singing Frankenstein. Oh man! Ah. <laughs> now that's my final thought. My final. It was so bad. It wasn't even good singing. All I when you <laughs> it say it was like that, a bad opera singer. <laughs> when you say that, all I think of is where are my friends. so my final thought is this uh thank you frank for coming down i really appreciate i've been trying to get you on a show for a while it's just your schedule i know man it's (laughs) very difficult and it's really cool seeing you at the at the convention you should check out his stuff go to the website uh all social media stuff and much continued success um he's a really cool guy you guys should really get to know him and even though he doesn't talk too much on the convention (laughs) floor his brother is nice shout out to him sorry you couldn't make it but just want to make sure you got that so uh that about does it for this week on a does it really does it Really? right here and every week on this radio station if you miss any part of this show Tough. go to the website www.camefrenadio.com listen to your archives group in a week or so uh, check us out on Facebook Instagram Twitter uh, we have a YouTube page uh, or oh, we also do the Facebook live at uh, 3 o'clock ish every Wednesday or you can check out on places such as Overcast, Pocket Cast, iHeart, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker or Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Soundcast, Acast, Castbox, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podmus, Luminary, and Blueberry, or... You can just Google us. It came from the radio. And we'll see you uh, next week. Thank you, Denise. 
You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.